0: Racing presents Show Us Your Tips, midweek preview, uh, August the 11th, 2021. Beaver, how was the weekend? What's going on?
1: Matt, weekend was okay. Start of the week's okay, mate. Uh, firing
0: on all cylinders and uh, ready to go for another day on the punt. Yeah, we'll get into uh, Newcastle racing. So we're outside the, uh, the metro region for now, which has meant that none of the gun jockeys are there, or none of the, the big gun jockeys are there. So, I suppose we're looking for the likes of um, Alicia Collett and uh, Liam McGorry and and, uh, Keegan Latham, Reese Jones throughout the day. The ones we're sort of looking towards there, but we we are in Newcastle where the rail is in at the five metre mark, I believe. Um, I'm sort of thinking the last few times it's been here, it's played swoopers running line. Um, So... We'll, uh, we'll look for that sort of pattern throughout the afternoon. We kick off with a thirty hundred meter maiden um, to start the day. Wallace has got a bevy of them, as he does throughout all throughout the day. Um, how are we starting off?
1: Yeah, tricky affair first up here. A um, couple of uh, horses that haven't had too many starts and the ones that have haven't shown a hell of a lot. I kind of led for Waller's... Uh, Great Greater Harlem in the first race. Thought its first two starts were were decent enough for a race like this. Um, drawn a bit wide, which was a little bit of a concern, but uh, resuming resuming back from a from a brief let up. Um, raced in much better races than this behind the likes of Overman and Overpass, um, and wasn't too far off those. Uh, trialed reasonably well. Um, yeah, it looks to have the edge on some of these based off um, the form of a couple
0: of those horses. found the same horse. I thought it uh, started well, at started $6 on a Saturday behind Overman and just got too far out of its ground. Uh, went out after that. Before that was pretty good on the boot chasing overpass. That form's been okay uh, as a two-year-old. And I had it on top too. I thought $7 is a good price. I think it gets the right run and was just waiting for a jockey, uh, which is now I can see Rory Hutchings. I've got absolutely no issue with that either. So on top for me, uh, from Taborka, who was interesting, as about $13. Uh, has some okay Melbourne forms, saying so a similar setup here in the trial was okay coming back. I was happy to back both those Waller runners and a little watch on Alicia Mount Mountain the First, which is another Waller runner. It's just had the one trial but trialed okay. But uh, I'm all walled up in the first, uh, and I, all of them are pretty backable prices. But yeah, Great Harlem on top as well. Good, good. Race number two, the 1,850 metre benchmark 74. Uh, and I don't have my alarm ready, but go and tell us why you're tipping Mother's Mercy.
1: I wasn't going to purely okay. because <laughs> you were going to have a shot at me. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to have a tip in the race because of that. Um, yeah, I, I do think it will be hard to beat coming back to this grade uh, from, from Saturday class racing. Uh, at Randwick, uh, gets the blinkers on it should it should be too good for these but um, the Masara mock might uh, take its toll on me but uh, yeah m- Mother's Mercy, be hard of,
0: hardest to beat here. Yeah Mother's Mercy on top for me, uh, right back in grade to come back from <laughs> <this>. <laughs> so I sound the alarm when I've found it uh, right back in grade, it's a leader back in grade, Reese Jones uh, goes on board, it's going to get control of this uh, and the blinker's going on. It's it's pretty deep in a prep, but it has to win this if it's got any ounce of ability. Dropping back from your sort of seventies and seventy eight grades, um, happy sort of happy you with it. I think two dollars eighty is a reasonable price too, because I, I couldn't find anything else here. Um, so look out. I found a I found the Masara. Race number three is the five year old up benchmark seventy two, and what a what an affair this is. I. Um, oh, it's a beauty. Isn't it yeah i've got once we get to these five-year-old plus races there's not a lot left in them but um i thought the resumption of magella was pretty good uh, at kenzo it beat home hot spring gold who came out and bolted in first up it gets alicia collett who's the gun jockey on the day and um is still about four dollars sixty um was happy to sort of take on royal banquet just thought it might get the swoopers run that might that uh might suit here and i thought Oh, it's now $8, but big surprise can probably roll along in front and run a place. Uh, They're the, the two I'd sort of had here. Uh, how have you lined all these up? Yeah, tough affair. I didn't get overly
1: excited by the race here. Um, I did, if I had to have a pick, i come up with Donato from the Friedman stable. I thought its resumption was okay without being flattering. Mm-hmm. But if you go back a couple of starts uh, prior to it being spelled, uh, ran a second and then it won at Eagle Farm over the 1,800 metres, uh, beating Joymaker uh, quite comfortably um, up in Brizzy. I thought that was probably good enough form um, to win a race like this. It'll be uh, further improved. Um, the extra 100 metres or so that it's got this this time in uh, will be, will benefit it and uh, might, might run a decent race.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh, the fourth is... Another Waller affair here. Where, um, where are we over here? The three and four-year-old benchmark sixty-four. Uh, we both uh, mentioned too much to bear before the weekend. It's been saved for this now. It's on the drift actually, um, but I thought it comes here. We're going to see the form go across two states this after uh, tomorrow afternoon. Given, and um, we're going to see Mister Brightside in action at Sandown as well, and be very hard to beat. But uh, I thought it comes here with yeah, okay form. I was. Willing to entertain it to an extent on the Saturday, so happy to uh, be with it in a week affair here. And I thought the main danger was Cat D'Oro, who um, was probably a tragedy beaten at Wyom, but also has been a tragedy beaten a few times, so might be on its last legs with me. Um, but too much to bear on top, and uh, I'm in, in pretty happy with the price. What about yourself?
1: Yeah, I think the same. I thought the price was pretty good, to be honest um as you said uh, we we gave it a good chance uh before it was scratched uh, last time out and um yeah it's former around the likes of Mr brightside uh, beating it who's even money favorite in a pretty good race uh tomorrow uh, down at Sandown. look I think yeah I I'm quite surprised at the price to be honest given the quality of this affair and
0: uh expect it to be super hard to beat.
1: Mm.
0: Um, And Lee McGorry and and both the jockeys got McGorry and Hutchins. uh, I've got no issue backing him on cars like this either. Um, So I guess that's a tick as well. Uh, The girls, benchmark 72 is race number five. uh, We're not necessarily overly keen on it, but um, I've got Selborough's on top again for Waller. Thought it's going, it's building to something this prep. Kobe Jennings on again, not a big issue. I think I called him Keegan Latham in the uh, in my intro, but uh, Kobe Jennings on, not overly keen, but uh, I think can run well enough here. And I'll probably have a spec on Pretty Elsa, who's gonna be 16, about 15 or 16 bucks. Um, went out with a nice win and the trial was okay back uh, and might have a bit of ability, but they're the two I was looking at again as my um, Waller love affair on the afternoon continues.
1: Yeah, I went for the other Waller horse around the $10 mark, Mm Tightropes. thought third up, uh, produced a really nice run, albeit in maiden class, uh, won quite comfortably, and I think the second horse, and that's not the worst horse in the world. Um, So again, this horse could be improving and could step through the grades now. It's broken through. I thought around the $10 mark, it wasn't a bad play, uh, given the number of Waller chances in
0: the race. Uh, race number six is the benchmark 72, 900 meter race. So these meters amazing Newcastle, are, none of the form sort of makes any sense going in and none of it means much coming out. So I, I didn't have a big opinion on this race. If I had to put one on top, I'd probably lean to stoical, which has had the breakthrough win now. Um, but yeah, not overly keen here. Did you have a firmer thought? Yeah, I I sort of got it down to two. I thought you were right
1: with Stoical. I think it's a chance. And I don't mind the chances of Mr uh, Poller around the $13. uh, Drawn a little bit wide but ran a nice second uh, only a few days ago uh, on Saturday at Newcastle, wasn't it, Um, over this 900 metres and was caught a bit wide and and stuck on quite well. And um, the thing that beat it... And came from the tail of the field and blew past it and won quite nicely. Uh, but it, it had a really run, tough run in transit. So if it's backed up okay from that, which I suggest it may have. Um, it might run a bold race around the, I reckon you'll get around the
0: $15. Okay, yeah. The um, length of Exceltic and Irish Angel reads pretty well for a race like this. So, Yep. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, to finish the day there, we've got a benchmark 72 over the 1,300 metres. And uh, I'm going to stick with Rustic Angel here, um, Dylan Gibbons' claims. Uh, Rustic nice, Steel. Oh, Rustic Steel, sorry. Irish Angel, Rustic Steel is what we want. Um, yeah, they uh, resumed with a nice enough win. Trial since, kept fresh, and I think it's got a fair margin on most of these. Uh, and I didn't think too much beyond that. Um, who do you like here? Yeah, I think it's probably
1: a, a good way to finish the day. Uh Seems to have good enough form for a race like this, getting to the top of its peak probably now, fifth start into this prep.
0: Um, Hard to beat here. Good draw, gets the claim. Excellent. For ProGripRacing.com.au, check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. Beaver, your best and value at Newcastle.
1: Yeah, my value, I went for race six, number four, Mr. Polar. Thought it might um, run a nice race. And my best bet of the day comes up in race four, number two, too much to bear.
0: I'm with you. Uh, too much to bear will be my best of the day as well, uh, and a very backable price. And I'll make my value pretty, Elsa, in the in the uh, where are we here in the Benchmark 72 race number five, that is. So we head down south now to Sandown Hillside, where. The rail is in the six meter mark. It's currently soft. There's a little bit of rain around throughout the Arvo. So we'll see how that pans out. I think it, well, last time I was in this setup, it actually played leaders for Hillside. So we'll be a bit careful there. But your typical uh, Hillside is um, you're able to run on down the middle of the track. So we'll see how that pans out. These um, first two races did not enthuse me at all. Did you want to have a play at any of them in race? Yeah, one no, or two? I didn't.
1: Didn't really like race one. Uh, race two, I, th- I do like the chance of Sir Callahad. I mm-hmm. uh, thought its run last start was really impressive. Just sat behind the leader and when it got out, it really booted away. I think it might get the same run here from from the gate four. This is not an overly strong affair. Uh, gets in well weighted around the 55 and now that it's had its kill at it Morphill, they brought it back to Sandown.
0: Uh, expect it could be super hard to beat. The uh, staying contest is race number three, a benchmark 70 over the 2,400 metres where I went towards the uh, smoking Romans form. I went to Mooney Valley as opposed to the other lead up here. And I thought air to the throne um, ran on pretty well in that race is now at the, the run over the trip, Jamie Carr gets on board and I think will be hardest to beat. I was sort of taking on the rest of the ones coming through the midweek form so yeah, around the four dollar mark, race three, number three out of the throne for me. Yeah, look, I thought the same. The smoking Romans form
1: looks really good. Uh, it's quite a quite a decent horse, and so if it can run up to that type of form should be too good for these. The other one I did like um, at a little bit of value is number five, Martron's ensemble mm-hmm. uh, from the bustling Young stable. It gets to be third up now. Uh, out to the 2400, uh, ran a nice race at Cranbourne last start on the heavy going, which wasn't suited, but was only about three lengths off them um, and it gave the leaders way too much start there. Uh, prior to that, first start ran a nice uh, fifth, again, only a few lengths off Toff's Choice and Cafe Tour Tony. Um, prior to that, uh, had some decent form in Ireland. So again, now at the 2400, uh, let's see if it
0: can produce some of its best form. Worth a worth an each-way play for me. Yeah. Cool. Um, benchmark 64, 1,300 metres is race number four, where we've got a two pretty tight in the market, but um, we talked a bit about flash floods, chances leading into the valley a couple of weeks ago. It's been saved for this um, off that nice valley win. Nearly a year off, maybe the only concern, but I, I like the claim of Jamie Richards here. He's riding quite well and I like um, the fact this isn't a very strong race, so I'm happy to be with it. Um, have you gone the same way, or are you you're more interested in the other chance here?
1: No, I've gone for Toyetic. Oh, you um, might, yeah. So I thought first up, uh, it was really nice, got well out of its ground, and um, the on-paces were too good there at sale over the 1,200. Uh, gets gets a little bit extra here, and uh, the longer straight, at Sandown, which i think it'll play to its favor it's going to get out of its ground uh, and finish off and then prior to that if you go back to last preparation I only had the one start before they had to put it out and that was in a, a nice race um which a horse by the name of a lady which it comes up later in the day um mm. ran second in that race this has been racing in much stronger form races than this i think it ran in a race um uh, in the spring last year, behind Poland and Tideus as well, was only two lengths off it. Um, yeah. So, if it can produce what some of its uh, earlier form and
0: ability, I think it could be well in the finish year. Yeah, cool. I, I want to see it do it again. That was the, the sort of only knock I had there. I was starting yeah. in that sort of one it's made and then there's faffed around a bit. So, um, not the only one to do that in this, in this race, but um, yeah, I was just taking that opinion more than anything. Um, But hopefully it can for your sake. uh, The benchmark 70 kicks off the quarter over the mile uh, where we, we mentioned earlier, Mr. Brightside, who's got the too much to bear form uh, comes back here. It's had a nice win off the back of that. Then it's had a, it bolted in here. Last start Um, gets gate one gets Craig Williams. I think this would be a pretty easy watch. Do you agree? Yeah, look, I, th- I do like
1: Mr. Brightside, but I actually think the top three horses in the market here, they look to have it between them. And I actually think all of them have got some ability. Mm-hmm. Um, Eagles, Craig, um, it's two wins last prep uh, after coming to Australia were, were outstanding. Um, and I think it's got some ability. So I think Mr. Brightside's really going to have to be on on his game to, to win this and... Uh, I don't even know how to say that. Ayahuska. Aya,
0: Ayahuska.
1: Yes. Yeah, um, I think it's got a bit of, ability, bit of ability as well. So I think the three of these can have uh, – this could be a really nice race to watch these, and I think um, all of them will be winning some more races.
0: Well, and we saw the horse that Ayahuska gave Winburn, uh, so you assume, was very impressive at the Valley uh, last exactly. week. Exactly. So that's that stacked up there. Um, and even Nick Spurs, not without a ho- – I was surprised at the price – uh, until I did the rest of the form and saw what a good race it was. But um, oh, this will be a good form race. I think we can follow, if if nothing else, this will lead to midweek winners, if not Saturday winners in yes. early spring. So um, yep. very good. Is it easier? These ones will get to town a couple of these. Oh, for sure. Uh, is race number six, the 1800, a bit easier? Yeah, a bit easier Um Tuvalu will be winning
1: this. Uh, interesting they've backed it up uh, so quickly, yeah, but half uh, a length behind I'm, behind I'm Thunderstruck, which is a quality horse. Uh, Tuvalu was very strong uh, to the line there and was even sort of probably coming back on I'm Thunderstruck at Mini Valley. Um, yeah, it's it's a good
0: horse and should be winning this. Yeah, not much to add. Uh, that was a, a great run. run, just being nabbed by I'm um, Thunderstruck. Uh, it'll be better for this. And day backup, all good for me. So, I this might start very short, but if we get a couple of the early um, favorites win, this might start shorter. So, anything over $1.60 I think is a very good bet. Um, and I don't know if I'd take that price, but um, yeah, anything better I think is a great bet. Uh, the seventh is a third meter benchmark, 7064. It is. Um, this is a trickier one. You mentioned a lady earlier. Is that the way you lean?
1: Yeah, I am going Alidi. Um, it's uh, first up was pretty good. It closed really hard late, you know, again, uh, at a very nice price in a really, really good, strong race. Uh, won by a Wani, Princess, but bubbly last finished second. Um, the extra distance suits, uh, strips fitter here. And if you go back through the, through the form uh, last preparation. Um, it was running in races, finished, uh, you know, last, it was last in a race at Caulfield before they put it out that had problems. Uh, but prior to that, ran second behind Cirillo Miss. Um, it was Sig Positano, uh, Pakenham fighting Harada. Uh, ran second too. Uh, that's pretty good form for a race like this. So I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Uh, main danger, definitely awkward. Um, uh, really liked its first up run as well. Uh, we'll be getting home quite hard. The, the draw's a good one. It got Oliver aboard.
0: Um, it'll it'll give you a good side as well, flashing home. The two, I think you've, you've nailed the chances there. The two just outside the market that may be for exotics. Uh, found out through all had a couple of preps in Sydney, came down and broke through in Melbourne, the Waterhouse horse, um, not the flashest of times, but looked impressive and his double figures. And I think uh, Gabera will improve as well. Um, just not really in the race. Last time at Lakeside, Drier and Hillside will suit, but um, I think you've summed up the main chances there. Uh, the thousand meter fillies and mares benchmark seventy cleans up the day where um, I went looking for the thousand meter horses uh, and found Moscon on top. I thought it's been pretty good both both runs this prep. Um, lucky nine off on it'll hopefully we can make ground down the outside and it'll be storming home. And uh, I thought it was a decent each way play to wrap up the day in a tricky a tricky fair just these thousand meter hillside ones. Um, how do you line them all up? Yeah, look, I, I narrowed it down to both Ms. Moscon and
1: Lani Bang Bang. They ran 1 2 last start, and I think they could well run the Cornella again here. Um, hard to line them up. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Lani Bang Bang uh, got the better of Moscon yep. this time, but uh, I'll be back in one and saving
0: on the other. Fantastic. Yeah, I thought that so too. I just, I don't know if I, I've been spooked just by how bad Brazen Bully was. Um, in terms of we're just talking about the favourite is Vera or whether that's not really form, but I thought that was just too short in, in this sort of race. So yeah, we've both found the same thousand meter lineup, and um, we see thousand meter horses uh, seem to be sort of distance specialists. So happy to look that way um, for ProbetRacing.com.au, your best in value.
1: Yeah, my value bet is in race four, number ten, Toyetic, uh, around the six fifty seven dollar mark. And my best bet of the day comes up in race seven, number five, Alidi.
0: I make my value uh, the last, actually, race eight, number three, Moscon, around a 750. And no prizes here, but uh, I think Tuvalu is a certainty. Uh, just to – look, I'll throw Mr. Brightside in just for a little bit of better value really going on a limb today, I know. But um, let's try and get a couple over the line. Do you have anything up north for us in Queensland?
1: Yeah, just a just a couple. I didn't. I wasn't overly keen on the, uh tomorrow. I thought there was a lot of races that had a lot of horses with uh, maiden form or or not a lot of form at all. But I thought the first race, not race one, number one, Star Tontes uh, should be hard to beat on the day. And then my other bet came up later in the day. Uh, I think it was around race. Just trying to find now. Uh, race seven, number nine, more than number one.
0: So they were my only two bets for the day up at uh, Doombin. Excellent. Um, good job, Eva. Good luck tomorrow. We'll be back on a Thursday night to look forward to PB Lawrence Stakes Day. Spring's here. The uh, the first, I guess, feature spring race of the carnival and of the Melbourne carnival. And we head to Kembla for another feature race, which has been moved, which I've just forgotten the up and coming, I think it is, in Sydney, the the three odds are back. So looking forward to that. Um, Stay safe, everyone, and we will talk to everyone shortly.